hey, drama makes better news. All right, we, lo we're, we love to rubberneck. I give you one word. Ornithorhynchus. That escalated quickly. You know what I'm saying? You are the best kept secret in the universe. Lots of luck on this trip to the moon. This is the Brian Suits Show. All right, kids, point to your ornithorhynchus. Yeah! Exactly. AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. And I've got, uh, I've got, I got to start the morning with bad news. Atmospheric River. going to be quite the show. Yeah, so the atmospheric river is uh, is uh, en route. We'll, uh, we'll give you uh, real-time updates of the atmospheric river when we come back. Uh, Brian Suits here um, at uh, for your 6 a.m. hour. If you want to be an early texter, uh, we'll uh, get to your texts, uh, 800-465-8770. But right now, let's just uh, concern ourselves with getting you to work with the right-way traffic. A.M. 770, KTKH here, and the president is uh, winging his way out to the West Coast. Not a joke. He's uh, attending this Central American whatever forum that doesn't meet annually. It meets like every three years, maybe sometimes every four years, and it's meeting in uh, L.A. and the president of Mexico. Uh, who who we call AMLO, um, uh, and and Antonio Manuel Lopez Obrador is is not coming, and and fine, he's not coming because we didn't invite Venezuela, Nicaragua, or Cuba because they're not democracies, and apparently the apparently AMLO uh, for some reason feels that you have to bend over uh, for the the uh, the communist countries in South America, and yes, they're they're there, and, and at the meantime. The, this uh, caravan of people, hundreds of them waving Venezuelan flags, are are, de are demanding the right to come into the United States, and um, and it's getting no coverage. Um, let me just get to this early on, uh, just because this this just angers me so. Much. It doesn't anger me. I'm 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 I find it churlish. I'm I, I'm bemused um, by this, but I I consider the. The the sacrifice I make, waking up so early, and Greg makes. By the way, here's producer Greg. How are you doing today? I am well. I looked. I you know what? I I thought to myself yesterday, self, uh, what if that there is a higher 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 a higher mileage vehicle that I might dip into just for driving to work and back? Because you know every car is a used car the second it drives off the lot, Greg. Hmm. And I'm a big fan of letting other people take the depreciation. And I, I know of this one certain product from uh, from Sweden. And I, I like it. It's very ergonomic, easy to work on. And I looked around, and they, um, on this list by my friend Craig, and there were there were a bunch in, in my local area. So I, I was texting, like, six people in a row, still available. Still oh, wow. No, just sold it. Just sold it. Just sold it. Just sold it. Wait, what, what product from... You say Sweden or Switzerland? Sweden, Sweden. That's Swiss don't make cars. What, what is it? Come on. Um, the Swiss don't even take sides. <laughs> it gets you to work very comfortably, and uh, it's uh, generally well-made. 
and, uh, uh, you know, I can take them or leave them, but they get good mileage. It's not a sob. I've never, never driven one of those. I honestly have no idea. I'm at a complete loss. Well, it's, it's a freaking Volvo. Oh, uh, <laughs> you can see I know my cars oh, backwards okay. and frontwards. It's, as they call it, the poor man's Mercedes. Okay. He spends so much money fixing it that you can't, can't afford a Mercedes. I'm a big car guy. It's, um, I, I, I just, because they, they have a, I, I bought a car. Uh, a Volvo S40 and immediately saved money on mileage. I used to drive 70 miles one way to uh, to work. Um, and uh, but the good news is the first the first on the way to work was downhill, um, and so uh, I I thought well I'll you know what I'll do is I'll I penciled it out, and I'm I'm looking at what I'm paying right now. Um, by the way, for the record, the world's most expensive gas ever in the United States in Mendocino, California. It's it's now nine ninety nine. Uh, it's no longer ten. But I have it on good authority that the reason they did that is because they're getting new pumps in. Was because it's that thing when they had it at ten oh five two days ago, they couldn't account for that, um, and that they put the price up on the street, but the pumps couldn't register ten oh five. So this really happens. This is the problem. This is America in June of 2022. And remember, take my word for it. Six months from now, we'll look back and we'll call this the good time. Why don't you just take a page out of Debbie Stabenow's book, who uh, is a Democrat from Michigan, God, She's a I senator who, who said this yesterday. I'd have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station. It didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the yeah, uh, international markets. Yeah, just See, be now, dependent if, on the sun going down every single day. And whatever you do, don't talk about nuclear. And if all Americans could just reach in their back pocket and pull out that $56,000 bill and well, go buy an electric car, we could solve this problem. What did she mean when I got enough chips? Yeah, at the casino or? Yeah. Um, Anyway, the, the for me, it's internal combustion, the most efficient m- method of uh, of perambulation in uh, known to man right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Um, but that's not what has me in a low hover today. Uh, so the House gun hearings are for I guess whatever it is, day two are, are happening today. Tomorrow, of course, it'll be completely. Shiny object distraction. Look over here at the January 6th committee, a, a f- whatever, prime time at 5 p.m. Con- government hearing. Oh, boy, don't get trampled in the rush. But uh, today is d- day two of these gun hearings. And, I mean, I got to say, I, I wouldn't do this. I'm not going to second-guess parents. I'm just going to say um, if my child 10 days ago was involved in, in a horrific shooting and and we find out that she covered herself in the blood of her friend, I wouldn't be bringing her in front of live cameras in dc today but that's what's happening today and they're gonna they're gonna have an 11 year old girl um uh you know re reliving this for the purpose of democratic exploitation of of emotion and you know yesterday they tried it out matthew mcconaughey it turns out he was born in uvalde texas or or whatever some some you know uh, fairly transparent uh, connection this morning on on msnbc and, and again my my job 
is to check out what the enemy is saying on the East Coast when they think that that you're all and you should all be sleep safe in your beds, saying that the the bad bad Chesa Boudin will will no longer infect the West Coast. Um, and th- they had a blogger, they had a guy who had a tweet thread about how evil the right wing Republicans are. So again, this is what they think of you. Um, because they had a montage of uh, Senator John Thune from South Dakota or North Dakota, one of them. Um, uh, then another senator from Louisiana and another congressman from Colorado. And they were being asked, well, you know, what? why do you need an AR-15? And the correct answer is, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. I, I would rather have it, not need it, and need it, not have it. But no one ever thinks of saying that. No one says, I don't know. But... Um, they they were going on a run. Um, in Thune's case, he was talking about prairie dogs and uh, in uh, and, and other other varmints. Again, Colorado was talking about prairie dogs. And f- yeah, you know, as a varminting rifle, an AR series five point five six millimeter gun, it's it's fine. The 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 the, the, am- the main issue is that the ammo is cheap, um, and. <clears throat> They're very flexible platforms. They're cheap. They're easy to operate. And, you know, there's a bunch of reasons, but no one wants to hear that because the it's, it turns out it's the that evil, evil bullet it shoots and nothing else shoots that bullet. But anyway, they had a guy on um, who said this about the, the senators and the varminting and all, all this. So without driving off the road, listen to what people on the East Coast heard at 345 hour time this morning. Yeah, I was listening to the footage you were showing of Republican senators talking about the sacred right to kill varmint and Mm. feral pigs. And then Matthew McConaughey telling the stories of those beautiful children whose photos we were just looking at. And it occurred to me that for much of the extreme political right in this country, children are varmint. And I want to say that very clearly children are varmint for a lot of the extreme right and what i mean by that is if children are still in the womb they enjoy the full faith and protection of the extreme right in this country anything should be done to protect them but once children leave that womb they are on their own in america in 2022 that's unedited what? It, Bro, what are you talking about, man? So let's all have a level-headed, fact-based debate now, huh? That that really happened. And and it's funny because they, they pick and choose what they replay later on in the morning. They're not replaying that. But that's what much of the Democratic Party thinks of you. Thinks of, of, of your, your fight for... Um, to limit abortion or whatever that you see you think kids are they're they're not varmints till they're born and then they're out you know they're stealing my chickens at the age of eight months and all that i have i just have no words just don't know where to start um on on that one and i i hate that. i'm driving up at 3 45 in the morning i'm driving that i'm driving up and i'm just saying to myself anybody got a marker that's how i feel um back in a second it's only 6 15 on your Wednesday morning, uh, the uh, the truth about uh, Tiger Woods and the the evil dismemberment Saudi golf tournament tour, whatever. Back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Wake up, you varmints! Right in this country, children 
are varmint. So there you go. You, you're telling me that's yeah. not how you felt about your child? You cared about her sacred rights in the womb the second she got out? You're like, varmint. eh. Was disposable hey, varmint. Who's getting into the cheese? Instead of field mouse coming in for the winter? The hell? Um, uh, you know, it's funny because you can tell what is stealing your chicken's eggs by the evidence left behind. Like foxes, coyotes, and gopher snakes. <clears throat> They'll just take the... You're Like you go in, you're like, oh, there's only two eggs today? There should be like six. If it's a squirrel, like desert ground squirrels, they will just make a mess and just blah, 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 just egg all over the place and eggshells and everything. Little varmints. Kind of like what a child would do. Exactly what my own child would do. They are varmints. Um, well, so uh, what do you, by the way, um, you know, I, I have very few regrets in TV, um, but Peaky Blinders is a really good show. I could never bring myself to watch it because I don't like the title. Peaky? I know. Peaky Blinders? Named after a real gang. Name it anything else, though, and I might have pulled the trigger, but I just have never delved into it. That literally was the name of this Irish gang. All right. It's it's bizarre. And the reason's bizarre. These just sew razor blades into the, the cap of their... And the visor of their caps, right? It's a long-running show, right? It's, it's season six. is starting Friday, and I, I got it. The algorithm pushed it up, so I went, eh, all right, I'll watch the teaser. Man, I forgot how good that thing is, and I, I watched the first two seasons, and then I, I I forgot what happened. I got distracted by a shiny object or whatever. Um, uh, probably squirrel. Probably varmints. Yeah, that's the squirrel. In political right in this country, children are varmint. Child! Um, and so... Uh, so anyway, I, I might have to binge today, Thursday. Anyway, restart uh, on Friday. You might have to. I uh. got, but you know what the you know what the hack is? You go to Wikipedia. Everything it'll say season three. You know, episode, episode, episode. Um, you know, and then it, so you're not. It's it, it, total cliff notes for it. Except that it is so well done. You know, I want to see it. Well, and if I, on the rare occasion, I come across a great show, I kind of want to marinate it in for a while because there's such bad material out there. If you find a gem, you want to stick with it for a while. So I'm a fan of, if you haven't seen the earlier seasons, go back and enjoy them for a while because there's so much garbage out there to waste your time with. Yeah, like when season two of Mandalorian came out, I watched the entire first season. <laughs> yeah, I reminded so you how good the first season I can, was. Yeah, and then uh, then it, it hit the ground running. It was uh, it, it was pretty cool. Um, I got a, a Starlink hack. I'll tell you that here in just a second. Quick uh, sports break. Well, according to sources, Tiger Woods was offered nearly a billion dollars to do the dismemberment golf tour in saudi arabia which i i heard uh we have that report yesterday where the bbc called it live i i heard today it, i heard it called liv i mean it's so is it the roman numerals my takeaway here is is it the roman numeral for 54 uh liv i mean that is check. what it is um but anyway uh, the ceo is greg Newman. the i think he's still an australian but i know he lives here uh, he told the Washington Post that Tiger Woods was offered a deal that was, quote, mind-blowingly enormous. We're talking about high nine digits, uh, close quote. And that's to the left of the of the decimal, by the way. Um, so anyway, Phil Mickelson's doing it, and, and I, I don't quite get what the deal is. 
um, <clears throat> I it's not like they're it's not like before the merger of of the National League of Baseball and the American League of Baseball or the AFL and the NFL. As far as I know, is there a, can you not be on the PGA Tour if you go on the Saudi Dismemberment Golf Tour? <laughs> uh, yeah. I why think would they? Why would the PGA not want Phil Mickelson at uh, Pebble Beach? I don't know if this new Saudi Golf League is demanding loyalty to just their entity and saying you can't play in the PGA Tour, but it seems like they're forming uh, an organization that is in direct competition and there's no crossover. Maybe. I think I think it's sickening personally that these Americans are going over to play in this league that is corrupt. The the Saudi regime is corrupt and it's mm-hmm. not just this one journalist. What's your point? That the Saudi prince gave his okay for dismembering. And this is going to come no, back a, to a, bite Americans in the ass, Brian, just like it did with Putin. You can't play footsie with evil dictators. You cannot do it. They have a, tons of money. I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm cutting I, you I, off. I don't here, know but. if a king is a dictator. I mean, God put him I there. I thought he was a prince. Well, he's a crown prince. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, he's, he's effectively on the throne. But now. the reason he has billions of dollars is because he has absolute power. And what he does is he makes overtures to the West. These people uh, know the playbook, these evil dudes. They go, hey, I know what the West wants. They want the appearance of freedom, of sport, of leisure, of entertainment, enjoyment. And behind the scenes, he's killing his enemies. He's suppressing free speech. He's tightening his grip on power against his own people. He's enriching himself. Enriching himself. And we're just going, eh, yeah, whatever. golf is fun. We like fun. And eh, Phil Mickelson likes money. It, well, he's it, taking advantage of It's only going to get worse of, from here, folks. And, 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 and oh, by the way, uh, President Biden is flying there at the end of the month. Again, MBS is not coming to D.C. <clears throat> Biden has to get off the plane and apologize for campaigning, saying that he's going to stiff arm uh, Saudi Arabia and all that. Because as it turns out, in that part of the world, you, you can do nothing without Saudi Arabia. And, mm-hmm. and and also, by the way, the CEO of Lockheed Martin and all that is like, will you please fly there and apologize to him for dismembering that that old pervert that was going to marry a 22 year old? <laughs> um, but you don't say that. He was a Washington Post columnist. Well, OK, he was an occasional guest columnist. But no, it's an evil regime. It, you it know, is. It f- is. Full, full stop. And, yes, and their, moral clarity. their reputation amongst Gulf Arabs is that, you know, they pay everyone else to do their fighting for them, the whole thing. They're, they're stuck in a morass of a war with, with a, a, a ragtag uh, organization, the Houthis in Yemen, <clears throat> and they can't make any – and they can't do it without, you know, a horrific uh, area bombing and killing, you know, kids and the whole thing. They, they're, but they're paying off Arab media to stay away. Um, you know, and and that's that's why the only Arab language uh, coverage of of uh, Yemen is from Al Jazeera, which is in Qatar. They they work for the Emir of Qatar. They hate the Saudis. But but uh, what Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson are doing, taking hundreds of millions of dollars uh, from Saudi Arabia to play in this new golf league, reminds me of what Eileen Gu did with the Chinese during the Winter Olympics. She's oh, an yeah. American, and she goes, oh, how much do you want to pay me to be the face of every uh, brand in China? Oh, millions upon millions of dollars? Yeah, screw America. I don't care. I don't care about uh, concentration camps 
and human rights violations because I like the cash. I just want my follows and my menchies on Instagram. Uh, you got oh, by the way, go Harvard. I mean, pardon me, go Stanford. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's totally like that. Um, but you know, it's if it's part of what Kissinger would call real politic. You know, across the water is Iran, which is equally evil but almost nuclear. You know, so it's like, what do you? What's the deal? The dismembers who are at least going to have a cool golf league, a, a cool golf tour, tour. Um, uh, all right, uh, a new Seattle startup. Uh, wor- world-leading UAV company started by a genius 22-year-old has to apologize. Why? Because he wanted to help defend America. Only in Seattle. Um, meanwhile, in San Francisco, a, a certified communist is uh, recalled because they, they have that uh, that mechanism down there. Seven seventy KTT Frank Suits here. Uh, Seven thirty, we'll uh, do our uh, super hyper local. Seven thirty, all kinds of things. Really uh, tragic murder just up the hill, up Capitol Hill. Um, and uh, yesterday, a eighty-nine-year-old man uh, killing his uh, wife and calling nine one one on himself. Um, and a uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you do you flick off a random? Do you pull up to a random motorist that cut you off and give them the finger and yell something at them when you have your five-year-old daughter in the car? I don't know. In 2022, not sure. We'll get to that. And one of the parents, remember the story from Sandpoint Elementary here in uh, Seattle about the the guy just breaking in, um, stealing a backpack from a kid, terrifying kids, and then the principal wouldn't cooperate with Seattle police when they got there, so they couldn't arrest him for felonies, which is uh, fairly fairly key. We'll get to that. Um, next hour. Well, on Sunday, there are, uh, newspapers like the Internet, printed on uh, dead trees and the Seattle times had a front page feature on a uh, 22 year old genius, uh, CEO Blake Resnick um, who started a groundbreaking high tech, uh, small quadcopter drone company in Vegas, but he's moving the company up here and soon we'll be moving um, because apparently he can't do math. Uh, we'll be moving manufacturing up here uh, as well. But anyway, he, uh, it, it was a it was a gushing story of uh, yet another tech genius moving to the mecca of tech geniuses here in Seattle, and uh, the whole thing. It was all very uh, interesting because he has a distinctive look. He's tall and he has uh, fuzzy hair. He looks like Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Kind of. <clears throat> I I shall sing you to heaven before I send you to hell. And so uh, he uh, he's a genius. He's bringing this company up here. Peter Thiel funded him. Uh, you know, the whole thing. Uh-oh. The Intercept, which I like. I like The Intercept. Um, they, they pointed out back in December a march, a much darker tale about an earlier Resnick project that envisaged using drones to track and even attack people. You see, when he was 16, how, how to put this? Um, uh, in 2018, at the height of President Donald Trump's campaign against immigrants entering the U.S. illegally from Mexico... Uh, the CEO of Brink Drones, now 22-year-old Blake Resnick, uh, marketed drones as a cheap way to patrol the border, a much cheaper wall of drones instead of Trump's physical wall. He imagined hundreds of base stations spaced along the border between which the drones would fly in search of intruders 
uh, while transmitting video to Border Patrol officers at control centers. It's a, it's a horrible plan. Only a 16-year-old can come up with that. The entire point was to keep them out, not chase them down with uh, over, uh, understaffed uh, Border Patrol. But anyway, <clears throat> um, he had a promotional video at the time uh, introduced by uh, then 17-year-old Blake Resnick. It shows a fake encounter in which an actor playing a Hispanic man, Jose, is intercepted as he walks alone across the desert near the border. Uh, the drone confronts him, hovering in front of his face as the remote border agent controlling it curtly demands in English that he identify himself. Uh, in the video, I want to know, I'm guaranteed he's taking this down, but I want to see the video. Um, the the apparent the actor playing Jose the intruder pulls a handgun on the buzzing robot, spewing voice commands. The drone fires a taser into him, and Jose collapses. Uh oh. So. Obviously, he has to apologize. So Seattle Times yesterday with a follow-up story. Um, in an interview Monday, he apologized for the project, which he began when he was 16 and abandoned four years ago before it was ever deployed. He blamed his immaturity and insisted he regrets doing it. Well, it's a bad idea. It's not a fence. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's the problem with it. You know, by the way, the correct answer is, I was trying to get a government contract, you, you tea waffle. <laughs> You know? Those can be lucrative. Yes! You know, because, you know, the, the, the other story in Seattle Times Business today <clears throat> is that Microsoft had to let go. the the uh, A guy who's been with Microsoft since 2001, he's currently the, uh, the head of HoloLens, HoloLens, which no one's heard of because you're not going to be able to buy it. But it's a $21 billion army project. And uh, he had to step down, of course, because he said the wrong thing to the wrong gendered uh, people. So therefore, he has no business running a $21 billion project that Microsoft is is lurching forward uh, to. But I mean, that's why they're doing it. It's a, it's a project to give a situational awareness uh, enhancing headset, uh, you know, I, uh, safety glasses that are going to have a I think a projected holographic uh, image inside them <clears throat> um, to uh, army platoon leaders, platoons aren't sold this, maybe down to the individual soldier, 21 billion. That might buy 10 or 11 of these headsets. But, uh, but so anyway, um, yeah, for, for future reference, uh, young, young Blake Resnick, um, who's uh, set up in Fremont and you can't buy these drones. Um, <clears throat> Yet commercially, I, I, I think they, they have a very specific purpose. They, now, now he's gone so far the other way. They had a picture of one of his drones. It has a clasper. You know the thing where you put four quarters in and there's the three-pronged crane and you promise your kids you'll get them the, the stuffed monkey? Oh, that's the only thing my kid wants to play when we go to the arcade. And I always say, you will never win. Never. <laughs> well, he's got like a clamp like that and it's holding a protein bar. Because now, oh, he it, banksied it. It's got like flowers coming out of it now. Yeah, so so it's now it's been repurposed. It doesn't tase Jose. It's not the Jose taser. Um, it's uh, it it now drops protein bars at disaster scenes. <laughs> that's a that's a fast track to a riot right there. Um, all right, when we come back. Uh, the financial genius that now is the White House spokesperson points out that the economy is better now than ever. No matter what is, I don't care what you just paid this morning. No, no, no. That's the sign of a booming economy. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that in uh, just a second. And and what does Alexander Solzhenitsyn have to say about that? About 
about Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, about uh, KJP, the new spokesman for the White House. Well, uh, the the answer may may amuse you. I'm KTTH, Brian Suits here, and the uh, president will be departing uh, D.C. at 8.45 a.m. Our time arriving locally at 1.05 our time. His first hit um, in, in L.A., uh, he arrives at 1.30 local, tapes, uh, of, of, of course, a hit on Jimmy Kimmel at uh, 2.40 and uh, you know, just hard hit. Oh, questions. he's going into the lion's den. Yeah, wow. There you go. Rare. Um, well, speaking of the lion's den and uh, uh, and uh, presenting just naked lies, uh, this is uh, Karine Jean Pierre, the new spokesperson uh, for the White House. And this this comes on a day. <clears throat> I'll, I'll play this here in a second. But the Secretary of the Treasury went on about gun violence being an economic issue about about climate change and insisting that that solar panels and wind turbines not nuclear that that solar panels wind turbines uh, uh, are are the answer but a- anyway this this is official policy this is actually what the the white house said yesterday about the current state of our economy what we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration, and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start uh, really working on what we're tra- Yeah. So there you go. There's a word chili uh, for you. I, I, I don't... I, you're. Any economy is in a good position to take on inflation, to stop printing money. Um, there, there's that. Uh, and the, but meanwhile... But wait, there's more, Brian. What we have seen is historic numbers. Is a, We are in a historic uh, place in history, uh, historic place right now, as we have, uh, as we look at uh, where we are with the economy. Yeah. yeah, as in forty-year high inflation. I guess that is historic. Yeah, as I, in gas prices doubling since Biden took office. That is historic. Does she mean the day before October twenty-ninth, nineteen twenty? She's not totally wrong. No, no. I, I'd say I'd say October nineteen twenty-nine is what she's thinking about um, there. Well, and, and 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 why why wouldn't she be saying that? Because the Secretary of Treasury, her the biggest irons in her fire are, um, of course, gun violence and climate change. And this is this is yesterday in a uh, congressional hearing. This is from um, driving around last night, listening to Tucker Carlson. I, I couldn't believe this really happened yesterday. Oh wait, my bad again. Stunned silence. Yes. I, well, you know he does that open mouth thing. Um, anyway, here's a, uh, Tucker introducing Jen uh, Elon. And that's why during today's congressional hearings, she started talking about yet another topic she knows nothing about: gun crime. I am also horrified by gun violence, um, what we've seen in recent weeks over and over many years. And I do hope that Congress will take long overdue action and um, put in place common sense measures to reduce gun violence. 
Oh, I'm horrified about gun violence. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're the Treasury Secretary. Shh. I know. I I, I would have said, uh, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. You know I, what? Well, a few weeks ago, Janet Yellen was talking about abortion as it relates to the economy, too. Yeah. Right? It's like she gets her well, talking points weekly about which progressive issues she needs to talk about in any given hearing. It's all one thing. And and yes, that, that's why they'll they'll trot Pete Buttigieg out there, um, you know, because remember uh, the last time he was he was uh, out there on a Sunday, he was telling us all that he was a parent. So he's very concerned about whatever the issue was, uh, you know, at, at the time. They'll, they'll trap Buttigieg out there about gun violence and uh, because it's a full court press right now. And um, uh, so I'm, I'm reminded and, and what what the secretary of the Treasury has to do with climate change. I don't know. But I had to retweet this from the uh, the New Hampshire Liberty uh, Libertarian Party. I mean, New Hampshire is libertarian enough as it is. But um, their Libertarian Party tweeted out a, a picture of Alexander Solzhenitsyn, a, a world-famous dissident uh, who lived in the Soviet Union, won the Nobel Prize for, for literature for uh, Gulag Archipelago. And um, he, he once said, uh, quote, we know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. We know they know we know they are lying, but they still lie. Let's go. So there you go, everybody. Uh, wow, if you can get through Gulag Archipelago, then uh, you're a better reader than me. But Is it better than Harry Potter? I've never, well, never read Harry Potter. I'm, I'm, I've, I got several hundred pages into Gulag Archipelago just because I wanted to bring it to this one class. It's really at, light reading. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, it was. We had a visiting Soviet professor in in like 1987. I wanted, to, I, but I wanted him to see me carrying it in, and so I, I actually would sit there and read it while he was quote lecturing close quote. Um, I was uh, really big on symbolic gestures uh, at the time. It was <laughs> um, my da- my dad had business once for the, my dad worked for the FAA. He had to fly into Moscow once with a, a bunch of American air traffic controllers at a time when they didn't allow 747s to land in daytime. They really did not um, take off or land in the daytime. They How didn't, come? They, because they're so huge and successful. And until they could match it with a plane that wasn't crashing as, as often. And it was so they're, they're coming in at 4 a.m., and uh, a, a stewardess had said, and it was Pan Am, which is an airline that used to exist. And uh, the stewardess said, um, as we uh, approach Sherem Chievo or whatever it was, uh, Airport Moscow, uh, we ask that all passengers lower your, your blinds on your windows so that you don't take pictures outside the window. It, well, it was pitch blackout. Because my, my, my dad got back to Hawaii and he had like four pictures that were just pitch black or it was like the flash and... And the edge of the window, and, I, and I'm a kid, and I went, well, why'd you take those? And he said, well, one stupid gesture deserves another. And I've never forgotten that, as you can tell from that folksy anecdote. Um, <clears throat> the World Bank, by the way, in, in spite of what the, uh, the White House spokesperson said about this historically phenomenal economy uh, and the whole thing, the World Bank uh, slashed the global growth forecast at 2.9%, uh, warning of 1970s-style stagflation. By the way, and uh, that, um, you know, they're gloomy people anyway, 
and they they tend not to overstate when when things look like they're they're going to be good. Um, but they they generally softball it when when there's bad financial news. I I'm reminded when when I when I see KJP, what's her name? Karine Jean Pierre, right? Yes. When she says things like this, trying to say <clears throat> what I'm trying to say to you is that the economy that was me clearing my throat, not her is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts... There was a saying in the old Soviet Union during during the frequent and consistent uh, economic uh, or, or, or food crises. Well, you know, one year it's milk because there wasn't enough feed for the cows last year, so they executed a bunch of cows. Um, and so the next year there's not enough milk. There was a saying, if you just want milk, take your pail, take your bucket to the radio. Because they would sit there and talk about, you know, record sorghum harvest in Moldova, you know, or whatever. And uh, now there is a, a, a record surplus of milk. You know, and it was always several thousand miles away from you. But I, it, it, that's what's crazy is, I, you know, we have apps now. You, you can check Gas Buddy and you can see that once, man, I, I got to say, closest below $6 gas in around the Seattle area, <clears throat> it's uh, outside the city of Seattle. I mean, I, if you haven't figured this out over the past seven months, do not run out of gas in Seattle. Um, Wild Stab, the most expensive one, is still that shell close to the Space Needle. I mean, that yeah, that's, I think, geographically the furthest you are away from, from cheaper gas. But heads up, don't run out of gas in Seattle. Um, and... Uh, but as long as you all are aware, it's historically great economy. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you is that... All right. Uh, back in a second. Uh, yeah. Even San Francisco has a limit to how much poo and fentanyl needles they will allow on their sidewalks. Um, and the guy said there's no limit. Well, he's out. We'll uh, get to that. And uh, also, uh, your uh, everything you need to know to win your uh, Wednesday right after this. AM 770 KTTH.